If you want more power, better vision, and a bulletproof mindset, then I would like to welcome you to CG Plus, Complete Games Online Player Development Center. Now, baseball and softball players of all ages and skill levels can access a multimedia experience providing education and instruction on your personal mobile platform. Rob Cruz has put together an online video portal, a remote hitting program, as well as a series of online hitting courses boasting a curriculum that features pitch recognition strategies, power, video analysis, mental skills, and then some. For more info, log on to www.cg.plus. That's www.cg.plus to find out how you can complete your game today. Welcome to the Transcending Sport Podcast with Rob Cruz, an audio experience bringing you interviews, conversations and more from some of the most intriguing personalities in the sports world. And now, your host, Rob Cruz. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Transcending Sport. I am your host, Rob Cruz. I'm excited about my guest for today. He is Omar Smalls, also known as Brother Smalls from BrotherSmalls.com. He's a speaker. He is a coach. He's the author of the book, Tweet 365 and Real Love Ohms. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, man, it's great to see you, man. How was your holiday? Holiday was good. You know, uh, I try to, it, it, you know, I love I love the holidays, but then I don't. So it's, it's like a love-hate thing. You know, it's like I, when I'm in it, I'm like, oh, this is nice. But I'm, I'm really like, yeah. okay, let's, let's get through this so we can get back to normal. <laughs> That's kind of how I am because I'm kind of hyper-focused in that way. But, uh, but it was good. I, I got a chance to sneak down south and visit some family and then, you know, pop back up to the north and, uh, you know, be back in my element. So it was, it was a good thing. That's awesome, brother. Yep. I'm glad you enjoyed it. a good thing. So how are you? How, what's, what's going on? How, how you been? Oh, man, everything is great, man. I, you know, I was looking at a letter that uh, mm -hmm. my daughter gave me, and she signed it, Infinity Love. And oh, I was wow. just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when your daughter sends a letter to you and says Infinity Love, mm -hmm. everything else is gravy. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, I want to get right to it. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Omar and I both went to school together. We went to high school together. We went to, went to what? Uh, junior high too, right? You was at Isaac, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So we, yes, we go back. Sir. We go back um, yes, from, from New Rochelle and um, New Rochelle, New York, which is, for those who don't know, New Rochelle, New York is a, is a suburb of New York City. Um, we're about one, two, with two train stops from the Bronx, two train stops from Fordham Road on the Metro North, and yep. three train stops from Harlem. You can get to the Bronx, what, five, ten minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we you know, we were right there. Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, right. and oh um we, we were both athletes at the high school, so we you know, we um you know, athletes <laughs> it's, it's different when you're an athlete in a school like that. It's a big school and um we yes. you know, bit really big school. People used to people used to think that New Row was Iona. Was a college, exactly. They yes. thought that they would yes. think that, that was yeah. Iona because we were bigger than Iona than Iona, which is right down the street. Right. You know, it's funny because now Iona's bigger now <laughs> than it was back then. I know the two lakes in 
they were like, wow, this is a, you know, a college, a university. That, that, that must be Iona, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so, uh, you know, you know they're they, you know they calling Iona, Iona University now. I know, I know. They that changed it. Last... Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, 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 interesting. that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> so, um, I want I want to dig into the book. You're an author. I want to dig. I want to dig into yes, the book. I want to dig into the book titles, and mainly, I, I want to start. Let's start with. The, let's start with. Um, with with Tweet Three Sixty Five, which was your first publication, yes, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, yeah. and yeah. what yeah. the book is about. But more importantly, what was the inspiration behind the book? Like, what, why? And because that's a unique. With the tweets and stuff that you know you ca- you're capturing a whole different type of type of vibe going into the social media element and and and, sure. and and with inspiration what was the inspiration for that book sure no thanks for that so again a tweet you only have a, a certain number of characters right and so the book was inspired because i wanted to expound and give people more on the tweet you only can give a little bit with the tweet. so i wanted to kind of give a lot more to folks, and that's what you'll find in the book. A lot more uh, meat to it uh, mm-hmm. for for people to kind of chew on and, and benefit from. So, so what was the purpose? Like, okay, what do I? What am I going to get out of this book? If, yeah. What was your goal? Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do sure. this book. What What am sure. I trying to give people? Sure. Why Why did I do it? Sure. Got it. Yeah. Oh, and the, the book is the book. The book is titled uh, th- um, "Tweet 305." to ignite your brilliance and power. And so I really wanted to tap in and help people to tap into their brilliance and power. I really think that it only takes one word, you know, one step, one thought to change your life or it's transforming, transforming your life. And so uh, it only takes one. And in this book, you have 365 tweets Mm-hmm. Help spark something in you, and so I really, that's what I that's where what I wanted to do. I wanted to kind of give people uh, an opportunity whether they read it the book all the way through, read it as a reference, read it each day to kind of give them something to kind of look to, and and, and it's a lot of lessons in the book as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm asking questions mm-hmm. for them to kind of um, to think about, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really the purpose purpose for them to tap into their God-given brilliance and power because again I think once you do that everything else falls in line okay because I'm gonna go into your background in a second but I'm sure. doing it, I'm doing it in this order on purpose what the second the next the the, the first book real love And what was the subtitle? That was the second book. That was the second book. Yeah, real, real, real love real is the love, most recent right? one. The most recent one, right? Real okay. love, best formula for finding your perfect relationship fit. Great. Now, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. Did you want me to go into inspiration? Why yes. I wrote that? Absolutely. Sure, 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 sure. So that book um, was a godsend for me. You know, I, I had just. Um, Recently, I lost my, my first wife um, to about with cancer, mm-hmm. and um, you know we were married 15 years. Um, she, you know, she gave me three beautiful children. At the time when she passed away, they were nine, seven, and seven months. 
right? Wow. So I was in a just a, a just a, a place where what am I going to do now? I just knew that uh, God didn't bring me that far just to leave me. So I, I, I you know, I knew that there was love for me. I knew that um, you know God had someone for me. And so I would, I was praying. I was uh, working out crazy. I was looking. I was actually looking. I was looking like, who is she? Who is she? Who is she? And in my reading and in my study, I was given a formula. And so that formula allowed me to find the love of my life, uh, uh, my wife, right? And so I share that. I share that formula with with people and that's what the book is all about you know if people are looking for a relationship looking to kind of you know see how to there's so many different things out there right it you really need to kind of have a, a strategy and, mm -hmm. a, and an approach mm -hmm. to relationships and that's what this book uh gives that's <laughs> that's really good so let me let me ask you this uh when we talk about relationships and we talk about mm -hmm. trying to find that, that, that perfect relationship, if, there, if that sure. exists, right? But I, 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 sure. I think, and it, I, I guess it could exist, but you know, it's, it's, it's a two-way street. You know street. what? It, you it's know it's what? a two-way street. I mean, perfect. No, you know what? We, yeah. we, we, we yeah. strive for mm -hmm. perfection. Obviously, yeah. you know, that's why we're, we're living and breathing, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're, we're, we're striving for perfection. Mm -hmm. We're getting better and better each and every day as it relates to relationships i think you can kind of set yourself up to to be in the best possible situation and that's really what you want any anybody tells you that relationships are you know going to be easy or they 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 never been met before and it's you, you run the other way mm -hmm. just 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 run the other way all right mm -hmm. it's work mm -hmm. but you know, it, you can make it easier on yourself by following steps and going through this formula. And I believe it starts with understanding who you are, understanding your purpose. I got you. I got you. So, um, with regards to the love piece, you know, let, let's take it. Let's take it somewhere. Where okay, so you're. you're when we talk about love. And we talk about the finding piece, and you, and, you, and you, obviously you mentioned God, and obviously God has a lot to do with orchestrating our lives and our destiny and our path and our purpose. Yeah. How do you feel like, in the way that which God has shifted your your life, mm -hmm. that has played a part in your actual calling and purpose? Oh man, what what a question! Uh, what a question. Uh, the way God has shifted my life. How's that? Well, I mean, you know, they, they say um, what doesn't kill you, you know, will make you stronger. Yeah. You know, and I think when we talk about and think about our experiences and what we've been through, uh, those experiences help other people, you know, and they're really supposed to be used to help other people get through. Mm -hmm. uh, I think some of the some, some of the issues we have is that we hoard a lot of different things. We hoard clothes. We hoard all types of stuff. Mm -hmm. And and really, 
the the, uh, the the Bible says the giver will always have seed. So as you give, you're always going to have seed. And so, brother, you know, I know that you you know you'll never run out of uh, witty ideas and instruction because you're given constantly. Every time I listen to you or watch something that you're doing, you're giving somebody something to think about. You're telling you know an another tip. Uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the, uh, at bats, it's the, it's the balls, you know, it's, and it, when you think about, okay, it's the balls. Yeah. It's the balls. Keep your eye, you know, on the ball. Don't, don't chase after the balls. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Instead of the strikes, you know? So, I mean, you're doing that constantly. And so I think in life, uh, we need to understand that, uh, the, the things that we go through help us. I like to say it this way, your purpose defines your process and your process determines the product. I'll say that one more time. Your purpose defines the process and the process determines the product. Hmm. And if we, if we talk about it even in a sports sense, I mean, you're, you're a baseball soft guy, softball guy. So you understand, okay, if that's your purpose, in a way, a part of your purpose is to be, a, you know, athlete, you know, to excel there. Mm -hmm. There's, there has to be a process that you go through. You, you, you know, you reach out to Rob Cruz. You, you, you know, you work out. You get a men mentality. You start to focus on that particular process, right? And how you attend to that process is going to determine the product or the end result. And so that's how I like to, you know, look at things. Again, your, it's, it all works. It all starts with your purpose. Your purpose defines your process, and the process determines the product. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> As you're talking, I'm thinking um, about what you said. <laughs> and I, I wonder when people reach out to me to try to make a connection with me, they, they, they reaching out to me because they want something, obviously. But so a lot of times when they, when they, what they thought they were going to get, I'm giving them something different than what they thought they were going to get. And I actually know what it is that, that people need, but I, I have a, I have to go in a roundabout way to get them to that, get them to that point because they don't always know what they need. So, for example, I want to work on my swing. Something's up with my, with my kid's swing. I don't know what it is. But I'm going straight to that kid's mind. And, I, and I'm doing a whole brainwashing process. Goes back to your process statement. It's yeah. a whole brainwashing process to get people to rethink how they think. Fact. Because your product, your outcome is based on your whole mental process. And, I, and, I, and, I, and that's what I'm trying to do. So, it's like... Fact. Like I, I know you want. I know this is what you want, but we can't just jump right to that. We have to work through a process to get to that. Yes. And for some people, it's it's instantaneously. Some people, for some people, it's, it 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 may take a little while. Some people, it may take a long time. Uh, for, and for some people, it's just it's just the, it's just the journey mm -hmm. is what inspires and empowers them. The journey. The journey can never be over because once it's over, then it's like okay, now what? Like, I need to have a journey. Mm -hmm. Like they say, like a lot of professional athletes like that. A lot of professional athletes are like, man, I won a championship, but like, they get depressed. Like, now what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need yeah. to chase something. That's right. That's your, right. Th your thoughts? 
<clears throat> well, again, uh, you're, you're spot on. You know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Uh, there's a there's a way. That's why thinking is so important. And, and going back to my book, uh, tweet. Yeah. Uh, Three sixty five. That's why thoughts and thought processes is so important. What are you What are you thinking when you go to bat? What are you um, thinking when you make this decision? What are you thinking when you know you call this person or don't call this person? What are you thinking? And so if you can kind of get at um, you know, the people, uh, people, the thoughts and have them kind of thinking differently, then you can kind of change uh, behaviors because, you know, again, think your thoughts, behaviors, lifestyle, it is all intertwined. And so, uh, you, know, you, you know, you hit it out the park as usual. So you, you studied undergrad and, and you got your master's and what, what was it again? So, so I got a bachelor's in psychology yep. and my master's in, in public administration. Yeah. And you play sports? And I play sports. I mm -hmm. played football and basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, I played, you know, uh, I'm still, I, I'm still, you know, I, I still have a little skills with me too. You still, man. Got, still got, you still got a handle? You still got a handle? Yeah, I, still, I, I still got a handle, man. <laughs> I, you know? I, I was on the court, man, with this young kid, man, and and uh, and I told him after the game, I'm gonna tell him my age, and he was just startled. And this, mm -hmm. this, you know, um, I'm I was double his age, and uh, I was still able to come out with the win. So that's how I challenged myself. <laughs> that's how it is. Uh, but yeah, that's, how, yep, that's how yep, I challenged myself. The, the other day, the other day, my nephew came up to me, and he uh, goes, he goes, I still want to see you on the court one on one. I said, listen. If I get the ball, you're not gonna get it back. Nope. Because that rim ain't changed; it's still the same distance. That's right. And, and I know what it takes to get the ball in the hole. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, right. so just so you know, I'm not gonna miss. Because <laughs> right. sometimes they underestimate you. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna talk no more. I said that's why I, I said what I had to say. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk no more. But um, so in terms of like sports, how has how has you been uh, um? As how your athletic your athleticism, or your athletic uh, career, and your athletic trials contributed to who you are today. What what are some of the things that you uh, got from sports that have contributed to who you are, what you are, and your ability to kind of be more relatable to people um, in, in, in today? Yeah, no, no. Sports sports is amazing, yeah. and, and uh, they kind of give you and it gave me a, a foundation. You yeah. know, quite honestly. Um, you know, dealing with people, being a team uh, player, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, not focusing on yourself all the time, you know, and uh, I, I learned a tremendous amount and, um, you know, grit, you know, uh, being able to kind of have a goal, have a focus and work towards it. I mean, sports, you know, kind of does that in spades all the time. Right. Yep. So. I, I really kind of learned from that. And also I learned from my failures as well. Mm -hmm. um, I learned, uh, I think I was telling you uh, before, I, um, I stopped playing in college and I stopped playing in college and it was something really minor. You know, when I look back at it, you know, I, uh, I was a starting cornerback and um, in football and in practice, um, you know, someone had actually, you know, scored twice on me, you know, five yard um, um, drill and tight end, you know, dude was like, I'm going to say six two, 
about 220, 225, big strong dude. And uh, and, I, and and so, you know, they, they run the play and I couldn't stop him. I'm right on his hip, you know, and he takes the ball and he's just like, give me that. And, I, and it, 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 it threw me because <laughs> it, it just threw me because I didn't, you know, it threw me because, you know, I, I didn't I didn't really experience that in a mm -hmm. sense of uh, when I played, you know, I kind of would make the plays. I would make the tackles. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, that sort of thing. And it kind of I was already reaching in a way playing D1. I was kind of reaching in a way mm -hmm. um, because of my speed and because, I, you know, I wasn't accustomed to that level. I was kind of reaching in a way, <clears throat> yep. and those um, instances really kind of shook me. Like, you know, could I? Can I do this? Can I? Can I actually do this? And um, I ended up not playing. You know, my coach tried to get a, a, a scout to kind of come back and say, "Hey, you know, no, you're good." You know, that sort of thing. But in football and in many other sports, if your heart is not in it. It's just very, very tough, and, and especially for football, if your heart's not in it, you can get hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, so right. it's yeah. So, yeah. so uh, as I look back at it, as far as you know, as I look back at it, I understand that things would have gotten better. I understand that I would have kind of learned. Hey, everyone gets burnt. Everyone misses a play. Everyone misses a tackle. Everyone misses an assignment. You know, you're not perfect, right? And so, and it was really a simple, simple lesson, but that lesson uh, is something that I can share with young people. That's a, that, that lesson That's right. is something that I can share <laughs> yeah. with someone else. Like, mm -hmm. hey, nah, man, it's gonna be all right, man. You know, shake it off. You had a bad game, you had a bad... Um, actually, I was reading your book where you were reading, uh, I think it was a complete game mm -hmm. book where you were talking about how you're focused not all on when somebody is down, but what is their response uh, the next at the next at bat? Mm -hmm. You know, what's their response? How do they pick themselves up? Yeah. And so I, I thought that was fascinating, and, and again, it was spot on. Yeah. So I'm so I'm gonna tell you this as a coach. Yesterday, um, I'm, I'm working with some couple of athletes uh, that are going through some things, right? And when you're working with athletes, you know, they, they're adults. They, some, some of these, you know, if you're 18, 19, technically you're an adult. Right. You're, a, you're a young adult. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. nevertheless, you're an adult. And a lot of things has, they have to be your decision. You know, and as, 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 as consultants and as, as counselors and as, as elders, as leaders of young people, mm -hmm. um, mentors of young people, we, we provide guidance, but ultimately the decision is theirs. Facts. And when you, for me, um, I, don't, I don't have that relationship with all my students, but with the ones who allow me to be, to be more to them, I can be more to them. And I'm willing to. <clears throat> um, I know that that's my purpose. And when you have as much experience as I have in the field that I'm in, You've seen everything. That that's huge. That's huge because yeah. you talk about the relationship, mm -hmm. and to actually circle back to uh, the time when I was in college, mm -hmm. 
I didn't necessarily have a relationship with a coach or a person that knew me, that knew my skill set, mm -hmm. that actually could say, hey, it's going to be okay. Uh, yeah. You're going to be fine. That sort of thing. And it's really built on relationship. Now, uh, to my credit, my coaches tried to get other people, a, a Buffalo Bills scout, mm -hmm. all these different play, they tried to get other people to kind of say, you know, you're good, keep at it. But it, we didn't have that relationship. So them saying that to me didn't really mean anything. You know what I mean? Right. But when Coach Rob says something, right, we've had this relationship. I've had, you know, Coach Rob for years. He's helped me from high school, right, uh, to college and, 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 and that sort of thing. And so he knows me. He knows my quirks. He knows, you know, how I, you know, get down or that sort of thing. And so I think your advice at that time is a lot more weightier and more. and and the parents called me to say look she's not listening to us every time we bring it up she freaks out um can you talk to her mm -hmm. and um i would have did the same thing and i did and 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 i um but you know sometimes you get this gut feeling to either push or not push and I was led to just listen. You know, because I when I called, I had my 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 my, my intent was different. I called with a specific intent. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk this person out of this situation. But when I got on the phone, my my, my I was led to just just listen. Because wow. sometimes people have to make the wrong decision or they have to make whatever decision they think is right even though you know as an adult what's going to happen but they got they got to see it and, and it could end up being the right decision it's going to be a different path they're going to have to take to get where they got to go you know what i mean and i can't get involved that that's something that's it's like me meddling in fate right right there you know no, it's, it's, it's important. I actually write okay. about that in my book, Tweet. Um, I said, sometimes you have to let your kids fall sometimes. And as a parent, you don't really want your kids to hurt. You know, as a parent, you don't want your kids to hurt. But sometimes it's necessary for them mm -hmm. to fall so mm -hmm. that they can learn about what what took place and why it took place and what mm -hmm. I need to do differently and that sort of thing. And let me but tell you, I, let me tell you, I had I had a I had a knot in my stomach. Like I was like, you know, you know that thing in your stomach you don't know talk about. Like I had that in my stomach. I was like, why do I care? I, I shouldn't even. Whatever. Why do I care? No, I, I you, care too much. Of course, you do care. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> You know, no, but that's that's why you had that knot because you do care. You understand. You know, you you have a, a, a you know a love and an affinity for dude. I was done. That you, you deal with. I was done, man. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. So what you do, uh, consulting, speaking, uh, helping people to get per perspective on their lives in different areas. Um, it takes a special type of individual to be able to do that, right? It does. And to be able to 
not only to be able to do it, but to be able to say, I'm going to brand myself as that. I'm going to, my personal brand is going to be based on that because I know who I am and what I'm called to do. Want that's right. right. Sure. At what point in your life did you know that you were special, different, <laughs> and, early and, on. and and early and like on. what age? Early on, early, early on. I've mm-hmm. always, you know what? Early on, and so I, I'd like to say it like this, uh, and I'll give you a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather would say to me, "Omar, you're going to be something." You're going to be a speaker. You're going to be a teacher. You're going to be somebody, right? And so I understand, I understood at, a, at an early age the importance of words, you know? My mom used to tell me, Omar, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. She, but before I went out the door in the morning, Omar, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. You're so handsome. You know, and these things, right, um, you know, kind of built me up in a way. They, they kind of built me up in a way. And so I understood and I knew early on that um, I was I was special, you know, and, and, and those those types of things, you know, you have to learn. Uh, and even if you know something, you still have to learn because you still have to kind of learn how to uh, give it, use it, right? Um, you have a skill set but you have to learn how to coach. You, you know, I know that you know you really think about how you approach coaching and how you approach teaching. I mean, the information you have, and you know, you have the information, but you you really kind of take it back on like how to go about it. How do I do it? You don't just kind of hit people over the head with it. There's a strategy. There's a technique that you that you use, and I just think that when you're Given an op, uh, given a gift, a uh, given uh, you know, and we and I believe that we should we, we are leaders and we have to lead and we can all lead based on our gifting, right? You lead you're leading your gifting, but you have to be able to train that thing. You know, how, you know, it's like it's like somebody, right? You have to be able to train that thing. It's almost like somebody who who's uh, skilled at martial arts or skilled at boxing or what have you. The person can't necessarily start a fight or, you know, at every stop, they have to be able to kind of control mm-hmm. right. that, you know? It's, and, it's like, it's like the, um, so like uh, for me, and, and I hear you because I think that somebody has to be able to uh, speak those things to into you as, as, a, as a young person mm-hmm. and help you to cultivate your, your gifts and talents. Facts. Um, but <clears throat> what I always say is, it's it's zero percent what you know, and a hundred percent what you can effectively communicate. As, 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 as a teacher, especially as a teacher, because most people do know it. Like they went to, they got the degree, they got they they got they read the book, right? But if you can't effectively communicate what you know, so what? Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Anything. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So um, what I had to do. And, and, and what I do is I had to really find and I, and I constantly record myself and play it back and, and think about it. And I, and I, I read the crowd and I, and I see what, what, were the, what were the most effective ways that I communicated that. Mm-hmm. How were how young people able to, able to understand it? How were coaches in the room and parents in the room were able to understand it? 
uh, and then I constantly refining it and making it even better and, and making my communication skills even better and finding um, ways to take something that would take me a long time to say to find a better way to say it in short form so that people can see the words. Yeah. So here are the words and hopefully my words are painting a picture in your mind. Mm. So you're, you're, you're hearing it and visualizing what I said at the same time. And that's something that I had to learn. I, I learned from some pretty good communicators um, how to effectively teach and how to effectively, um, I guess, refine my teaching game. But I think uh, in today's society, which in today's culture, people want things faster nowadays. You know, um, mm -hmm. they want they want immediate, instantaneous results. They want they want the quick fix. They want the microwave oven experience. You know, which is why <laughs> which is why I'm like it makes it tough because I'm like I want to try to get you there as quick as I can. But <laughs> you got but you also got to learn it. I'm going to teach it. Are you going to learn it? Yeah. You know, yeah, um, that, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's there's a back and forth there, and an understanding on on both sides that needs to take place. Um, you know, it reminds me of a conversation I had on. Um, I have a YouTube uh, channel called Kicking It with Brother Smalls. You know it, yep. and uh, you're on the show. And um, I was interviewing Mike Phillips, who's the world-renowned. I know Mike. Owner. I know Mike very I know well. You yeah. Know Mike. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you Mike Phillips' story. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you Mike Phillips' story after this. Go ahead. You say, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, when I'm interviewing him, I'm t and I'm listening, and I told him, "Hey, you know, how do you kind of, um, you know, deal with each crowd, and how do you kind of keep it fresh and that sort of thing?" And he was saying, he said to me, he said, "Omar, you you can't just have uh, your intent and not really understand the room." And so he, he likened it to a chameleon, a chameleon being, you know, everyone in the in the uh, in the audience being green and the chameleon coming out orange. Like, no, no, no. Wait a second. Everybody in the room is green. Use your ability to be green so that you can kind of uh, meld with the with the, with the audience. I thought that was so powerful, uh, you know, to kind of understand, OK, I have to be effective in communicating. You have to be able to, you know, I want you to receive this message and mm -hmm. I have to be mindful mm -hmm. so that you can receive it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we're in such a world, as, uh, this world is so distracting too at the same time. And I'm, I'm, the one thing I'm working on right now with a lot of my students is um, sustained focus. Because I'm finding that a lot of young people now are, are really good at focusing in small spurts. But then they need something else to stimulate them. What's the next new shiny thing in the room? Mm -hmm. You know, and, I, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I need you to have sustained focus because that's going to that's gonna contribute to your consistency in sports. Mm -hmm. Consistency is about focus. Team sports is focused because you got to do you got to do your part. Because that person over there is doing their part. If you break down, that causes them to have to shift and cover your spot and then leave spots open. That's any, any sport. It's, it's, it's being able to have your most focused players on the field. Not your best players, 
This is where people get it twisted. But I'm better than that person. Yeah, but they're more focused than you are. I can trust them to stay on their assignment. You got more talent. You do. But you're all over the place. I never know when you're going to show up. And most athletes don't get that. But I'm better. Yeah, you are. Hands down. You're faster. You jump higher. You run faster. You're better skilled. But you're inconsistent. I don't trust you on the, on the court or the field. And these are the kind of decisions that coaches have to make that the outside people don't get. But the outside people don't get it. And I, and I would submit to you that sometimes the players don't get it. The no. way you just explained that. If, if a coach came to me and said, Omar, you're this, you're that. I just need you to do this. It's, see, you know, instead of, you know, you know, just, you know, just you know, berating me or what have you, tell me, tell me what you need, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so you just explaining, hey, no, I need you to do this. And if you do this, your, your time is go- you're going to increase. I'm going to you know, be able to trust you, that sort of thing. For me, you know, that, that would have worked for me because it was, it's clear. It's a clear directive. Hey, you're talented. You're gifted. You're still bigging me up, but you're also saying, hey, you got to work on this. This is this is the issue that I'm having with you. Mm-hmm. And that honesty, that integrity, you know, that communication, I, I think, uh, gets you to the next next level. And, you know, it's funny because I'm finding that in sports now also is that um, a lot of coaches have not been able to make the shift into the new age athletes needs. Because they're looking at the word coach as a title and not an act of service. So I'm the coach. My way or the highway. Or I'm your coach. How can I help you to get better? What do you need from me? Because buy-in is a two-way street. And, and they're losing. This generation ain't happening. It's 2022. This ain't 1980 where... It's, you know, you know it's, it's, this is, it's, a different, it's a different world. And if, you don't, and if you're not able to make that adaptation and that, and that, and that shift and that pivot and look at it as, as a coach, just, just replace the word coach with servant. And then, it, and then you would go about coaching differently. Mm-hmm. And you have better results. Also, what you just did there, uh, I think is masterful. You, you know, the question, you asked the question. And so that takes humility to kind of say, hey, what can I do? How can I serve you? How can I best serve you? Mm-hmm. What does this uh, particular group need? Not every group is the same. You know that every team is different, right? You might have, you know, you know, a couple of st- studs on, on one team. You might have a, just a, you know, a, a group of, of, of players that are just really, really good. How, do, what, what, what does this particular team need? What does this particular person need? Right. And so you ask question. It's huge. And not just saying, okay, like you said, okay, this is my way. And uh, I mean, because there's certain coaches, I, I, you know, I can kind of talk about some certain coaches in, in like basketball and, 
especially in the college level, that I just think like they, they've wasted so much talent because they were so stuck in, um, well, this is my way, mm-hmm. you know? You know, I'm gonna run a zone until the cows come <laughs> home, right? Like, switch it up. Switch well, it up. Well, you know what it is? I think here's the other part of it. Like, and I learned this from, I learned this from baseball, right? So baseball, if you, I don't know if you noticed this or not, or if you've ever thought about it, but in baseball, the coach and coaches are wearing the same uniform as the players. You, you never thought about. You never thought. I'm not sure you noticed it, but have you yes. ever thought? Of, have you ever thought about why? No, I haven't. Here's why. Because once upon a time, coach was a position. It wasn't, it was, it was a position. So you show up to the field. Okay. You're the coach today. You're playing first. You're playing second. You're playing third. You're playing short. And the fifth inning, we're going to switch. You're not going to go from short to coach. Coach, you're going to go to short. Got it. So the coach was actually a part of a team, not somebody on the outside of the team coaching the team, but it was an actual position. (laughs) That's good. That's good. And <clears throat> so it's like you just playing your position. It's it's the same way that the actual church is actually designed. Mm. Somebody could be pastor. You, you're you're mm. serving as pastor today. Right. Next two two years from now, somebody else is. You go back into, into congregation. Mm. The Constitution is set up that way. The president of the United States would serve as president. Mm-hmm. And then go back home and go work in the front yard. I did. I did my four years of service to, the, to my country. Somebody else. Somebody else step up and do it. Right. It, it doesn't become this like we, we've 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 taken these leadership roles and we've we've like icon I what do you we've iconized them iconized them mm-hmm. if that's even if that's even a thing we made it this like this position or this CEO this position no you're all part of the same team you just you're just CEO you're just CTO you're CFO. But we're on the same team, though. No, that that reminds me of scripture um, where it talks about the body, right? And it talks about how can the eye say to the ear or to the mouth or to the leg or, you know, which which one is more important, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You got to understand that, you know, everyone is so important. That's why um, I I actually posted something about uh, Coach Prime, uh, Deion Sanders, uh, about the way he approaches what he does, you know, um, and I, from this point of view, everything is team and everybody is a part of the team. I've heard him talk about and give um, kudos to the coaches, to uh, the people who, the staff that, you know, do, do does the laundry, uh, to the attendants, to everybody associated with the team, including the faculty and what have you, they, they're all part of the team. And so uh, I think that's a very, very uh, powerful thing to instill uh, into an organization that everybody's a part, part, part of it. And, and, and that's something that, <laughs> that, that, that's something that, that that's something that I, I used to do as a manager. You know, I never looked down at anybody. I always spoke to everybody. 
I always communicated with everybody. I was genuinely concerned with everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't matter your position. It didn't matter your status. It didn't mm-hmm. matter where you came from, you know, your social economic, you know, status, any of that. You know, what mattered was that we were part of an organization. We were part of a team and we had a goal in mind. And, um, you know, that's, you know, I think that's the power. Let me tell you something. When we was in the high school, there was this guy, and I can't think of his name right now. It'll lose me. I see his George. face. Going. No, 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 no. His mom worked for, Yan- for the Yankees. His mom worked for the Yankees. <clears throat> she worked, like, for food service or something for the Yankees. No. I see his face. Oh, you know him, too. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, he came to school one day because mm-hmm. he, he used to be the bat boy for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Why can't I think of his name? I, I was bugging me out right now. He came to school with, with, he was the bat boy. He came to school with Roberto Kelly's glove. And he, Roberto Kelly wanted him to help him break it in. So he took it to school. And I'm like, yo, where'd you get that glove? That's a, I, I, I know a glove when I see a glove. He's like, oh, that's Roberto Kelly's glove. It's like, how'd you get Roberto Kelly's glove? <laughs> he was like, my mom, works, my mom works for Yankee Stadium, for the Yankees, and I, and, um, I was, I'm, I'm the bat boy some, some, some game. So I'm like, and he, he don't even play baseball, nothing. He can't even throw, he can't catch. I'm like, dude, you're going to mess the glove up. Give me that glove, man. So, <laughs> so, so, why can't I see his face? You know him, too. All right, so anyway, his mom got a World Series ring from the Yankees because they bought World Series rings for everybody. It didn't matter what, how you contributed. But they was, what they were saying is, we're all a team. And this championship is just as much yours as it is ours. I thought that was, I thought, and, and that's the first time I had ever, I had ever seen it. She, she got a World Series ring? And, I, and it, 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 I'm like, okay, I can see. You know, you start, yeah, so there it is. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I what I do appreciate about the Yankees is that organization, right? And you classy. can look at classy. how they, right? Yeah, how, how these organizations, <clears throat> how how they really operate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 that's that's an amazing. Wait, story. you're not a Yankee fan? What team? Who you a fan of? The Mets? I'm a Mets fan. Okay, so well, let's go there. That's great. I'm glad you said that because back yeah. when we was in high school. Um, the Mets were hot. Yeah, Strawberry and Gooden and, and everybody. The, they were hot. Eighty-six yes. Mets. Yes, yeah, sir. I mean, that was it was Giants and Mets, Phil Simms and the Mets. That's it, you know. And even the Knicks, Patrick Ewing. And here's what oh. people don't, here's what people don't remember: as New York Knicks fans, mm-hmm. we we were not allowed to wear Jordans. Like you don't even yeah, remember. It, like yeah, we, we couldn't, yeah, we yeah. couldn't really wear Jordans, right? Right. Because right. the balls were the balls were in our way. Well, well, I I, I couldn't afford I couldn't afford Jordans, so I, I couldn't afford them either. But Jordan. but that, that that was my excuse. I couldn't afford them. But at, at no. the same time, <clears throat> how you gonna how you gonna come to school with with Jordans on? Yeah. When you got to represent the Knicks and the, and the, <laughs> and, the, and, the and the Bulls are in our way. 
You know, it was it was it was it was a conflict. I, 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 I wanted to wear Jordans so bad, but I was like, I can't wear Jordans. I, I'm wearing earrings. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I, I couldn't afford Jordans, and that's a running joke in my house. You know, my wife talks about like movies and what have you, and I always kind of retort, "Hey, I didn't have cable. I, you know, I couldn't afford cable. You know what I mean? Back in the day, right, right, so, right, right, right. right. Yeah, she, she jokes at that, but um, no, you're right, man. If you you had to represent, you had to represent, had to represent. Uh, so, what's next? What's next for Brother Small in, in your world? What you got coming up? Oh yeah, thanks for thanks for asking. I want everyone to share, like, comment, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Kicking It with Brother Smalls. Mm -hmm. uh, the show um, is designed to um, and, and dedicated mm -hmm. uh, with with information that to inform, uplift, elevate, and inspire. Um, I've had uh, Rob Cruz on the show, and I have people like Rob on the show um again when he was on the show it was it was it was excellent and so that's that's what i do so again it's called kicking it with double smalls and uh, i also uh do do coaching uh i'm doing something uh, actually on december 12th all right called define your purpose challenge mm -hmm. it's the define your purpose challenge if you want to avoid costly distractions stay on track uh remove things uh, out of your life that really don't uh, impact your life long term, right? Uh, cancel things that want to cancel your dreams and, and, and goals. You know, uh, if you don't waste another day, if you don't want to waste another opportunity, um, you know, uh, it's to define your purpose challenge. I'm, that's going to again be uh, December 12th. You can find information on my IG page. That's one brother smalls. Uh, again, it's one brother smalls and it's to find your purpose challenge. Excellent. Excellent. I am really glad that we, uh, that you were able to carve out some time to be here. We have to do this again and go even deeper into some, some, uh, some topics. Um, because I, I always love getting, getting people like yourself on the show who are able to articulate, who have the experience and the knowledge and the, uh, and it's just the, uh, the perspective uh, on the nuances of, of what it takes to be who we are in the world, and whether it's through sports, business, relationships, life, it's all really the same thing. You know, uh, man, really I, I appreciate thing. you, man, and you know, I, you know, I always want you on the show as well because you always give, um, you know, stuff for people to really think about and to 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 to, to be better. And so I, I definitely appreciate it. And hey, man, let's let's do it again. Sounds like a plan. I will awesome. talk soon. Thanks, man. No problem. Appreciate you. What's up, everybody? This is Rob Cruz, and I'm going to let you know how you can get 15% off any purchases you make at DiamondKinetics.com. Whether it's the DK Swing Tracker for baseball or softball, or the DK Pitch Tracker for baseball or softball, you will get 15% off by using the promo code Rob Cruz. That's R-O-B-C-R-E-W-S at checkout. Check out DiamondKinetics.com and get your 15% off today.